listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott, joined today by Dr. Tanya Bodner with Intermountain Healthcare. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. We're talking about high blood pressure and how to manage that during pregnancy. It can be, um, it can be. I mean, it's so important to manage that, keeping baby safe, keeping mom healthy. Uh, it can be really common to have high blood pressure during pregnancy. Um, according to Centers for Disease Control, about half of Americans actually have high blood pressure just in general. A lot of them don't even know about it. Um, if you're pregnant and have high blood pressure, it's important to know because there are steps you can take, of course, to manage it. And you are going to help us understand all of it and also understand the importance of why we need to know if we have high blood pressure or not. Um, and one of the main ways to do that, of course, is to keep up to date with our prenatal visits, continuing to check our blood pressure while we go, keeping us healthy, baby healthy, Throughout my pregnancy, my blood pressure was just fine, and then I checked into the hospital to deliver, and it was a little high. And I said, well, of course it is. I'm about to have a baby. Wouldn't you think my blood pressure would be a little high right now? <laughs> so, um, again, that importance of just knowing. So, talk to us about, you know, blood pressure and what is considered high? What should we be concerned with during pregnancy? Right. So high blood pressure, um, as you said, is super common. And sometimes people don't even know that they have it. Um, high blood pressure, or we also refer to it as hypertension, is when your blood pressure or the force of the blood that's pushing up against the walls of your blood vessels is consistently too high. And as you mentioned, sometimes you can have a high blood pressure reading. And then when we repeat it again, it's normal. And that can be um, just because of stress or an anxiety or you were just running up a flight of stairs or because you're in pain. So sometimes women come in in labor and we do notice that they're having high blood pressure. And once we get their pain controlled, um, their blood pressure is back down to normal. Um, so when people have high blood pressure, uh, we are saying that their systolic blood pressure, which is the number that is read up above, is greater than 140 millimeters of mercury. Um, or if their diastolic blood pressure, which is the number below, is greater than 90 millimeters of mercury. Or we also say that you have high blood pressure when your blood pressure is actually normal, but you are taking medication to control it. And when it comes to having high blood pressure uh, and being pregnant, um, is it something that is it inevitable that if I have high blood pressure already, I'm going to have high blood pressure during my pregnancy? Or... Can I just get all of a sudden have high blood pressure now that I'm pregnant? How does it work? Right. So it can happen anyway, and it can happen both ways. Um, some women have chronic high blood pressure, and this is high blood pressure that you have prior to pregnancy. And then some women develop high blood pressure just during pregnancy. If you have high, or if you have chronic high blood pressure, and you're already being treated for it by your primary care provider. Um, or there are some women that have it chronically but don't know that they have it. And this is why it's so important to 
get medical care just for general well-being, but it's also super important to go to your prenatal visits so that we can check your blood pressure and we can monitor this during your pregnancy. Um, some women can even acquire high blood pressure during pregnancy, especially towards the end of pregnancy. And this is why um, one of the reasons why we see you a little bit more often towards the end and we, we have those prenatal visits a little bit closer together. Um, and that's super important to monitor because if your blood pressure is high and it's getting worse, it could become pretty dangerous for the pregnancy and ultimately for the baby. Um, technically speaking, when a woman is considered to have chronic hypertension or chronic high blood pressure, this is diagnosed before 20 weeks of pregnancy. Um, and alternatively, if we diagnose you after 20 weeks, this is usually called gestational hypertension or just high blood pressure in pregnancy. And it's common, right? I mean, it's something that we're seeing to be respectfully common and even increasing. It's super common. We, we see this all the time in women that have it to begin with that may not know, um, or we see it in pregnancy. Um, and high blood pressure happens in about one in every 12 to 17 pregnancies that are in the ages of 20 to 44. So we do see it all the time. What are some of the risk factors for high blood pressure? What, um, what may be you know, some of those causes? Right, so there are lots of different um, things that can increase your risk for developing hypertension. Um, if it's your first pregnancy, that can be a risk factor. Also a really young age at first pregnancy, sometimes our um, teenage moms develop hypertension or ultimately something called preeclampsia, which I think we're gonna talk about a bit too. Also our older moms or women who are considered advanced maternal age, and that is over the age of 35. Um, if you have a high BMI or considered to be overweight or obese, um, it can also increase your risk for having high blood pressure. Also, those women who have decreased physical activity or who smoke or drink alcohol. Um, another risk factor can be diabetes or other autoimmune diseases. And then there's also a subset of patients who get pregnant with assisted reproductive technology, such as IVF, um, and then subsequently can be carrying multiples like twins or triplets. So that definitely can increase that volume in your body and make it more likely that high blood pressure can develop. But it's also just as important to know that a super fit and healthy young woman can also develop hypertension in pregnancy. So um, it really doesn't discriminate because it can affect anybody. And because of that, I mean, what are some of the symptoms? Because, you know, you might, you might know that you could be prone to high blood pressure if you do maybe have one of those risk factors. But if you are this, you know, avid exerciser, healthy lifestyle, you know, all those, all those things that we all strive to be, right? Uh, we might not even know that we could be at risk for developing high blood pressure, hypertension. So if that's the case, what are some of the symptoms? Right. So many women have no symptoms at all. And that is even more of an emphasis for why you need to come in for your prenatal visits when we recommend them. Um, however, we do talk about some symptoms of worsening hypertension, which can include headaches or having some blurry vision. Some pregnant women sometimes can see floaters in front of their eyes, or they talk about having little spots or little flashing lights. Um, in severe cases, women can um, report shortness of breath, which is 
tricky one because when you're pregnant and you have that mm-hmm. big belly, it can push up against everything and you feel like you're constantly trying to take a deep breath. Um, but it can also have this sort of uncomfortable chest pain or pressure. You can feel some right upper quadrant abdominal discomfort or even epigastric pain, sort of pain right in the middle, just underneath your chest. Um, so when women call with these concerns, um, we take them very seriously and we will have them either come in to the office same day to check their blood pressure, or sometimes we have them go to labor and delivery if we're really concerned um, to check their blood pressure and then potentially do some blood work as well. But, um, you know, identifying whether your symptoms are due to pregnancy, whether they're due to hypertension, whether they're, they're due to COVID, this is our new sort of um focus these days, it can be pretty confusing. So really knowing that you can always reach out, you can talk to your provider, your doctor, your midwife about any of these concerns and calling um, is always a great idea. And then we can either say, come on in and check it out, or we can reassure you after listening to all of your concerns. Yeah. And again, just reiterating the importance of those prenatal visits. Uh, You know, they check your blood pressure every time you go. Um, and, and it can change, right? I mean, through your course of pregnancy, your blood pressure, like you were saying, it can change to where you might not have a concern for high blood pressure. And then all of a sudden it could become a concern. Exactly. Exactly. And that's also good to see sort of a trend, right? If all of a sudden I'm seeing a patient and her blood pressure is slightly elevated, I'm going to look back and say, oh, this is a big change for her and I'll be looking a little bit more closely and I may even send off labs even if we're not quite at those um, numbers, those blood pressure numbers that we just talked about um, and maybe have her come in a little bit sooner than the next regularly scheduled appointment. So it's good to be checking them regularly. Now, um, some appointments now are being done virtually um, because of COVID and there is a way to be checking your blood pressure remotely. So talking to your OB, your obstetrician, or your midwife about how to make this possible. Um, But sometimes you may need to do in-person visits a little bit more frequently than other patients just so that we can actually check your blood pressure in the office. Yeah, absolutely. Because there can be complications and they can be pretty serious complications as well if you aren't... um, if you aren't managing your high blood pressure during pregnancy, you touched briefly uh, on preeclampsia. Talk to us about that and then, of course, some of the other complications you can have if, if it's not managed. Right, so high blood pressure can just be high blood pressure and that's sort of the end of it. Um, but sometimes the complications can be pretty serious and this includes something called preeclampsia. And that's when the high blood pressure can lead to organ damage in the mom, and then it can ultimately also affect and cause problems with the baby. Um, Another severe and serious complication is the next step after preeclampsia, and that's eclampsia. When your blood pressures are so high and with the hormones of pregnancy, moms can, or or moms-to-be can have seizures. Um, Another issue that is not specific to just pregnancy, but anybody with hypertension or uncontrolled or severe hypertension is strokes. This can happen when your blood pressure is not well controlled. So these are all sort of problems that can affect mom. Um, But we also know that there can be decreased blood flow to the placenta, and it can lead to the baby receiving less oxygen and fewer nutrients, and also causing low birth weight. 
sometimes the blood pressure is so severe that we recommend uh, preterm delivery. So there can also be then complications for the baby because the baby is then being um, sort of evicted a little bit on the early side. And that's when our partners and our colleagues like Taylor, our neonatal nurse practitioner, our neonatologist, and they can step in and help us when babies are born a little bit early. So important to make sure that it's managed. Um, one of the ways, of course, that people do manage their high blood pressure, especially if you know if they know about it, if they've had it prior um, to pregnancy, high blood pressure medication. Is that something that can be safe to take? If I've been taking it to manage my high blood pressure, can I continue to take it through pregnancy? And if for whatever reason it may be, I develop high blood pressure during pregnancy, can I take the medication? Yeah, it's so great that you're bringing that up. Um, some high blood pressure medications are safe during pregnancy and some are not. So it's super important to bring up and have this conversation with your primary care provider or your OB, your midwife, um, if you already have high blood pressure. And, you know, if you can anticipate, if you're planning on a future pregnancy, um, it's great to have these conversations when you're thinking about getting pregnant. Um, if you already have hypertension before you get pregnant, sometimes your doctor needs to adjust that medication to something a little bit different to something that we know is safe, which is why it's a really good idea to have these conversations beforehand. But if you're taking medication for high blood pressure that's not considered safe in pregnancy, and this wasn't changed before you got pregnant, sometimes we just need to do a little bit closer follow-up, um, maybe some ultrasounds, just to make sure that no danger was already caused to the baby. Whether my medication is, is safe or not, maybe I just don't want to take medication um, as I try to manage my high blood pressure during pregnancy. Can I... Can I help it? Can I change it by maybe changing up my diet or lifestyle? Is that something that will help my hypertension through pregnancy? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Diet, exercise, super important for overall health um, and, and helpful in controlling regular hypertension, but it's not quite as helpful at controlling it during pregnancy. So we still recommend you to stay active, to eat a well-balanced diet during pregnancy, but sometimes medication is just an extra piece and can be just as important way to control your high blood pressure. So we know how important, of course, it is to manage and it, you know the prenatal visits, they're checking your blood pressure all the time, uh, but there's, there's kind of a different route or some further testing that can be done for gestational hypertension as well. Right. So as we briefly talked about before, gestational hypertension is just when you have high blood pressure during pregnancy, but sometimes this can evolve and this can progress and blood tests may be done to check for that. Um, and depending on your diagnosis, we may also consider or recommend extra monitoring. And this includes checking in on the baby too. So sometimes we can ask moms to do um, something called a non-stress test where we hook them up to a monitor and listen to the baby's heartbeat. We can also do fluid checks where we do ultrasounds and look at the amniotic fluid around the baby. And then we can also recommend growth scans just to make sure that the baby is getting that good blood supply through the placenta, through the umbilical cord, and that the babies are growing appropriately. Ultimately, however, treatment for hypertension or high blood pressure really is delivery. So in some cases, you may need to deliver your baby a little bit earlier just to keep both you, mom, and your baby safe. 
Um, and sometimes gestational hypertension doesn't resolve after delivery and it can lead to chronic hypertension, but this isn't something that we see too often. And you know, we've been, of course, talking a lot about um, mom and, and managing you know, the, the hypertension, the high blood pressure during pregnancy, because of course a healthy mom is going to help deliver a healthy baby. Um, right. What, but let's, let's talk about baby for a minute because there are some things of course that can happen, uh, to baby if mom is diagnosed with high blood pressure during pregnancy. Right. Thank you for emphasizing that. Obviously we have two patients here. We have mom and we have baby and whatever happens to mom can reflect then what happens to the baby. So, um, since early de deliveries can occur, if hypertension is progressing, sometimes babies can be found to have to be to have a small birth weight um, due to that decreasing blood flow through the placenta. Sometimes babies are born with low blood counts or low white blood cell counts, and um, it's usually not treated if babies are not symptomatic. But it's something that um, that our colleagues are watching for. Um, there also can be a risk that the baby's lungs are not fully developed, especially if you deliver prematurely. Um, and if your obstetrician, your caregiver, your midwife can anticipate this, then we give moms a medication called betamethasone or steroids to help accelerate the lung maturity in babies um, so that we can give them the best fighting chance once they're born. And it all goes back to, of course, just managing and knowing and being able to um, you know, just understand what's what's going on in your body. And, you know, like you're saying, it's not just one patient, it's two. And to make sure that both patients, mom and baby, are as healthy as can be, um, keeping up on those prenatal visits, managing, uh, you know, all of that to make sure that mom is aware of what's going on. Of course, you know, her provider as well. And then when she gets to that, you know, check-in at the hospital, that they're aware of all of it as well. Exactly. And, you know, really, for the most part, a pregnancy is a healthy, beautiful, wonderful part of life. Um, but every now and then we do pick up on these nuances, especially patients that maybe don't know or wouldn't be expecting it. So it is just so important to be plugged in with good care um, that you're seen routinely and regularly so that if changes are happening, uh, we can catch them early, we can manage mom and we can have safe and healthy outcomes for everybody. Yeah, that's the goal. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for, for being with us and um, answering our questions and, and explaining, you know, what it is and, and how to manage high blood pressure during pregnancy. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And that concludes this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast, joined today by Dr. Tanya Bodner with Intermountain Healthcare. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.